The Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin. Investment professionals reveal their best mentors, how they find their next great idea, and a few funny stories. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. American Funds Distributors, Inc. From Silicon Valley to Wall Street, the promise and perils of artificial intelligence are playing out on the world stage. But what will the next phase of AI adoption look like? Which companies from big tech to startups will dominate? And where do the risks and unintended consequences lie? I'm Emily Chang. Join me at Bloomberg Tech in San Francisco, May 9th, to answer many of the industry's burning questions. Alongside SNAP's Evan Spiegel, Xbox President Sarah Bond, OpenAI's Brad Lightcap, top researcher Dr. Fei-Fei Li of Stanford, and many more. More details and just a few tickets left at Bloomberg.com slash TechSF. Let's get to our guest, Dan Woody Bahugna, head of multi-asset strategy at Columbia Threadneedle Investments. Dan Woody, great to have you on the program. I have to say, with jobs and earnings this strong, it's getting harder to buy into the story that recession is coming anytime soon. And we've seen a big boost in the credit and in the equity markets as a result, at some point here, you know, you're going to move past the bear market rally story. Uh, where is that point? Hey, Brian, thanks for having me. Uh, yes, I think that's an excellent, um, really excellent observation we are seeing. Really very strong payroll data, which sort of puts to bed the recession story at the moment. And at the same time, we're also seeing very mixed signals in broad economic data. In other words, we're seeing um, housing getting impacted by the rate hikes. We're seeing slowdown in consumer spending. So the data is really mixed at the moment, but there is no sign of a recession at the moment. Markets are wondering if that that story that the first half had dominated, Brian, yes. that we are in stagflation, growth slowing down, inflation's picking up. If we are now beginning to see sort of the reverse of that environment where maybe growth won't be negative in the second half of this year. I just want to get a sense of let's try and map out the next, let's say, 18 months. If the Fed does not reduce rates and keeps rates relatively high, construct that portfolio for us. What, what do I need to throw in that basket? That's an interesting question, David. Yes, markets are not thinking that far ahead, are they? Um, you know, I think right now the signals from the bond market are very different. They are expecting rate cuts next year, right? But the language from the Fed, the FOMC statement and all, that all is indicating that they are likely to stay rate, keep rates high. And, you know, that's having an impact on the housing market and, mm. yeah. you know, from the perspective of the U.S. consumer, though, I, they would continue to see resiliency. I'm not seeing anything that worries me too much at the moment. The labor market's good. Um, the rates impact is predominantly in the new mortgage area. But by and large, most of the consumers don't have um, adjustable rate mortgages. They, you know, 90% of them have fixed-rate mortgages here. Yeah. Um, but but, so but, but the question... Large, Anwari, the question is what's happening in the housing market. I mean, prices haven't come down that much, but but uh, activity has slowed. The question is whether or not, you know, because that's sensitive to the Fed action, whether that leads everything else down. It's a, it's a forerunner to what happens later. Uh, that, that's what I'm curious about. 
Yeah, I, I think that is a very interesting debate. Um, and I don't disagree with you that in the past two recessions or so, the housing has been a precursor to um, broader recession in the U.S. This time ar- around, though, I would say that right now housing is not giving me a recession signal, but housing is just telling me what is the current scenario. Mm. In other words, I am not seeing scenario. To David's point, right, 18 months out, I think that's not out of the question. Probability 18 months out is very high. And if you were constructing a portfolio for 18 months out, I would still be quite cautious. But cyclically, I see a completely different environment in the second half now than where we were in the first half. We're seeing inflation moderating. And to your point, consumer is going to benefit hugely from lower gas prices, right? So those who are looking to buy a new house, yes, that's going to impact their um, activity and that will slow down and, you know, house prices may roll over in the next 18 months. But and that would be a good thing. They, they, they were too high. That would be a good thing. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. And, 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 you know, constructing a portfolio for 18 months, I would be cautious. But if I'm constructing a portfolio for the next six months, I think en- uh, environment's quite right for taking some risk. Right. Okay. Now, well, I guess uh, under that assumption, then, assuming things basically don't go off a cliff, I think let's let, let's describe things that way. It, it, you know, long long dated yields at three four percent, credit investment grade at five to eight percent. Those are great yields. What do you think? Yes, those are all. I would load up on the on those, David, if you were going to hold on to them for a few years and not trade in and out of them. That's a great environment for credit. It's a great environment for high yield. It's a great environment for even treasuries. And Woody, I got to ask you about Turkey. I mean, this is really kind of shocking. What the experiment that uh, that the president is doing there—he's sort of taken over the central bank. And um, to to do this, I mean, the currency is getting really hit hard. It's down by a quarter. Does this spread to other EM? Uh, Brian, I think Turkey is its own unique case. Uh, that is extremely unusual what they did, given where inflation readings are. So I, I can imagine why the currency markets are reacting the way they are. Um, I don't see this spreading to the rest of the EM. They are their own unique case. Hmm. David? Yeah, well, uh, Anwiti, very, very quickly, 10 seconds or so. Dollar next six months, up or down? Uh, I would say down. All right. Well, great stuff for us in EM here, right? Anwiti, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, fantastic insights. We got a lot uh, in there. Anwiti Bahuguna there out of uh, Columbia Threadneedle Investments. From Silicon Valley to Wall Street, the promise and perils of artificial intelligence are playing out on the world stage. But what will the next phase of AI adoption look like? Which companies from big tech to startups will dominate? And where do the risks and unintended consequences lie? I'm Emily Chang. Join me at Bloomberg Tech in San Francisco, May 9th, to answer many of the industry's burning questions. Alongside SNAP's Evan Spiegel, Xbox President Sarah Bond, OpenAI's Brad Lightcap, top researcher Dr. Fei-Fei Li of Stanford, and many more. More details and just a few tickets left at Bloomberg.com slash TechSF.